Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's Matt Barnes on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Matt, what's going on, man? Guys, how you doing today? We're doing fantastic. Good. We're we're uh, we're talking this out on a number of different levels, uh, but we were just having a conversation. I'd love for you to weigh in. It just sort of dawned on me. I think I've known, but I haven't really like thought too much about it. Draymond Green hasn't dropped a new podcast in in over a month, and and, and since well before all of this this stuff went on in training camp. Um, you know, you've got such a great pod. You get the idea. You got to keep that up. And he's, it, it's such a big part of his, his, his platform now. What's your read on that? Uh, I mean, you never want to insinuate on what's going on. I mean, I know sometimes I don't recall him really taking a break. So, you know, he's kind of been going year round. So maybe this is his break. You know, we normally take about two and a half to three months off during the summer. Um, you know, just to kind of do what we do. So maybe this is just, you know, him, him kind of taking a break and, and, and locking back into family and, 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 and his job. It seems like the Warriors are collectively taking a break on the defensive end, Matt. Uh, <laughs> thank you. I thought I'd just run a little material on a, on a football Friday. What do you see with this Warriors team, especially defensively, that is maybe fixable? Uh, I mean, these guys are just young. Normally, defense—you know—the the, the defense takes a little bit longer to, to to get the hang of. You know, offense kind of comes naturally for this newer generation because that's what they all love to do. But understanding defense rotations, principles, talking—you know, keeping your man in front of you—you uh, know, being able to contain the first two dribbles for a younger team—that that that takes a lot of—you know—it takes a lot longer. So. I think overall, it's not even so much the defense. I, I'm, I just think right now, Steve Kerr is at a place understanding that, you know, I can't, although Steph is playing on an absolute another planet right now, I can't ride these guys like I've ridden them in the past. You know, this team is, you know, four championships in eight years. So he's really trying to figure out what this younger, you know, what this, what, what's this young crew about? You know, what, what am I going to get from Wiseman? You know, he's back down in the G League right now. You know, how is Poole going to play with this new big money? Um, what am I going to get? Am I going to get consistency from Kaminga and Moody? So I just really think he's trying to figure out, you know, what he has uh, with his younger guys, knowing that, you know, the bench is going to be important for this long run. So I'm not necessarily too worried about what's going on right now. Yeah, it's ugly. And yeah, they, you know, there's historical lows, but. Another thing is that this is, you know, again, the ninth season, this, this core has been together and trying to make another championship run. And, and frankly, the season gets boring at times. You know what I mean? They've been up to the top of the mountain so many times and come home as the victor that understanding that November, December, January, I feel like the season for, for teams like this really, really don't get started 
until post All-Star break because that's when they know they have to really start coming together and, and figuring things out for this final push. Okay, Matt, you just said a couple of interesting things there with regard to how the season for a group like this can be a little bit boring at the beginning and the job for Steve Kerr is difficult. We can hear, mic'd up, and even when he joined the station yesterday, him talking almost like he's an amateur psychologist right now rather than a basketball coach imploring <laughs> his guys to, 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 to dig deep and and try to find that and it, it it feels like maybe even he feels like his voice is not resonating the way it has in the past can you speak to that what is the shelf life uh, of, of, a, of a coach i mean i think obviously deep down i haven't been able to see all of steve's you know media you know the way when he addresses the media but i also know that steve is the player's coach and he's always been in tune with the vibe and the energy of that team and 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 when guys need rest and so on and so forth so he knows these are the dog days as well um but obviously he has to answer that to the media and he can't say what i'm saying <laughs> you know what i mean he has to give yep. them reasoning and, and look at the numbers and look at this and we need to improve here he has to kind of give them coach talk, but I think if anyone understands kind of what this stretch is and where this is, uh, you know, for this team, I think Steve knows that. But again, he can't give like, hey, you know, the season is boring right now for these guys. You know, they've been, we're still trying to figure it out with these young guys. He can't give stuff like that. So obviously he has to look at the numbers and the defensive, you know, ranking, I think is 27th and we're not doing A, B and C. So he's giving more coach talk than but I still feel like he understands, hey, this is a marathon, not a sprint. Yes, it's ugly right now, but I have full confidence that we can, you know, figure this out at some point. And that point has to come sooner than later, though. So how does Steve Kerr speak to those two different realities? One of it's a marathon, not a sprint. But at the same time, we need to stop and we need to stop on this possession. How does he strike that chord between the two different ideologies? Uh, I mean, that's something he's going to have to figure out. You know what I mean? That's, you know, what makes him great. And, you know, the, the, the ability he's been able to have the success he's had as a player, as a coach, you know, that, that that's what makes him special. Um, you know, these guys are going to have to lock in and start getting wins uh, at the end of the day. So obviously, I you know, I gave the, you know, the, 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 the marathon view. But in the short term, you still do want to be playing the right kind of basketball. And you want to continue to develop your young players because you know how important they will be uh, during this stretch run. So, again, that's what, you know. That's why he gets paid the big bucks. And, you know, <laughs> I have a lot of confidence as Deep Kerr to be able to, you know, get these guys on the right track when it matters the most. Matt Barnes with us here on Willard and Dibs 95.7 The Game. Okay, Matt, uh, let's talk about Clay Thompson. When you're struggling, how do you go about getting out of that but do it within the framework of the team? It's tough because I really feel like Clay is pressing. You know, we got a chance to sit down and have him on the pod and go to his house and really kind of just see him open up and speak and be vulnerable and tell his truth. And, and, and not too many people are able to get that side of him. And one thing that I really noticed is that, you know, he, he went through hell and back to just get back on this court. And, you know, normally, I remember when they first came in the league, they say, you know, however long you were out, that's how long it normally takes you to get back and get acclimated. Now, sometimes that's true, sometimes it's not. But... I feel like he's pressing from a standpoint of, you know, his greatness speaks for itself. You know, what he's been able to accomplish on the basketball court, you know, it, it's been amazing. And to have these two, keep in mind, these two injuries have ended careers in the past. And he had two of them. You know what I mean? He had the knee and the Achilles. So I just think, you know, when he hears outside noise and, and not really respecting the journey he's been on to get back, because we live in such a 24-hour news cycle where, He's won before, and we need Clay to be Clay. 
to me, it's just going to take him time. You know what I mean? And I saw him uh, at the game before they played the Kings, and I just went up to him and, you know, said what's up to him. And so I was like, yeah, you're one of the greatest shooters to ever do this. And, and, and he's just like, I know, I know. He's, but I was like, but nothing. It's, it's going to come back. Just believe in yourself, bro. So I just think he's kind of caught up in He's trying to prove to the world he's still the Clay Thompson we all know and love prior to injury. Um, I don't know if he'll ever actually get back to that person, but I definitely feel like he'll get out of the slump and, and, and definitely be a, uh, you know, an important member of this team. It's not like his game has just disappeared. Yeah, it just feels like his confidence is shaken. And from his confidence to the confidence of Jordan Poole, who seems to be a different player starting than he is when he comes off the bench. You're a player, Matt, who started a bunch, came off the bench a bunch. What's the different mindset like when you kind of go back and forth in that yo-yo setting that Jordan Poole's in right now? Yeah, it's tough because he has emerged as, you know... The, the next wave of, you know, warriors to kind of carry the throne with all due respect to their, you know, to their, to their core group of four. Um, so it's just, it's been up and down, you know, obviously the start of the season, you know, didn't start off the way they wanted to in training camp with the, with the fight. So I'm sure he's probably just hearing a lot right now too. And this is what makes what they've done in the past so amazing because it is so hard to get everyone locked in, everyone healthy. It takes so much luck to win championships and they're just, you know, they're experiencing it. You know, there's a lot of outside noise right now. They're not playing good. Guys on the team or younger guys on the team probably have people in their ears saying like, hey man, you should be starting, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. You know, some of the younger players might be feeling that. But again, this comes, you know, if any team can handle it, you know, this is veteran-led Warriors team can handle it because, again, Steve Kerr has done it as a player, as a coach. This core group of guys have won four championships in the last eight years. It's not; It may not be as pretty as it's been in the past, but I still feel like the road in the Western Conference will run through Golden State when it's all said and done. Matt, that's fascinating what you said about going to Clay's house. I mean, I a moments ago said that Steve Kerr sounds like an amateur psychologist. It sounded like you you started playing that role for Clay while you were there. <laughs> well, I mean, just you know, I in it, you know, I had some time with Clay while I was there too when I played because I was hurt and coming back in the playoffs and not really playing, so I kind of had to be like that veteran guy where I would check the temperature of the room sometimes. And I remember Clay, you know, during that finals, he was doing you know a, a great job on Kyrie, but he just wasn't hitting his shots. And I remember we talked a couple times after games on the phone at practice, like, bro everything you're doing is so integral to this team. This team doesn't win without the effort you're putting out on defense. Again, your shot will come, you know? So I just feel like, you know, Clay is someone who, you know, has always kind of been to himself when it comes to really expressing himself. Um, and I feel like, you know, we have a relationship through playing and, and, and now him trusting me enough to, you know, kind of give me a, a, a welcome to my house type interview where he had his feet out and everything. So <laughs> I just kind of feel like, you know, as, as an older player who got, you know, competed against him for so many years and got the honor of playing with them for a little bit of time that, you know, every once in a while he needs kind of older guys that are kind of in the mix, but not necessarily in his mix to just to kind of reassure him about, you know, how great he is. And I respect your journey, bro. And I know it's going to take time. And, and I fully believe that when you are fully back to just health mentally and physically that you're going to be back out there you know doing what you've been doing your whole career yeah i appreciate you uh building up clay as much as you can and when you take time away from helping out clay do you sidle over to steph and just take a moment and admire exactly what he's doing 
I mean, I just, I, again, I saw uh, Steph too the other night while he was warming up and we got a chance to chat and, you know, I commended him on how just absolutely amazing he's been. And he's just, and he, his words, he's like, man, we're just trying to figure it out with these young guys. You know what I mean? So I was already thinking that, and obviously that's why I told you guys earlier, but when Steph said it, I was just like, okay, I, I definitely am on the right page. Like I see, and I think everyone knows. I mean, obviously Steph's playing on another planet right now, but this team is older. You know what I mean? So those days of, you know, 73 and 9, or let's get the number one seed, I don't think that's a priority of this team. I think health and, and being on the same page and getting hot at the right time with an older team is key, but at the same time you're trying to mix younger players into this mix to understand what it is. So, um, again, I, I, I believe in this team. It's ugly right now, but I kind of feel like there will be a power shift at some point in the season because I feel like, with all due respect to these teams that got out the gate strong, you know, Portland, Utah, some of the – I feel like those teams will come back down to earth and the teams like the Warriors and the Clippers, once they kind of get their rhythm and chemistry, will start kind of inching their way back towards the top and all of this kind of – you know, come into this season, we thought the Warriors and the Clippers were the two best teams in the Western Conference, and that's that they're at the bottom of the Western right now. So I think the powers will eventually balance out for both those teams. And, um, you know, we won't even remember these these ugly November, December months. Matt, great stuff, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for taking us through all of that. Appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 